Welcome to What's Your Deal. I'm your host, Ariana Lenarski. This is the podcast where we read tarot for special guests to find out where they've been and where they're going. And with me today is Mr. Adam Goldman. Hello. Hello. Hi, Ariana. Hi. He's a writer and a professional homosexual. Mm-hmm. Quotes yours. Yeah. Um, he has a beautiful flower hoodie on. Or no, he just placed aside. Mm-hmm. Um, like... What color is that? I don't know what you would call. <clears throat> I don't know. It's floral. It's pink floral. I got it at Newbury Comics in Massachusetts, mm. which is sort of a place where hip kids go and buy comics when they're teens. Mm-hmm. East Coast hoodie. You said you brought it for protection. I brought it for, well, not protection, but I wore it for a reason. I, I, I love this hoodie. I bought this hoodie um, years ago, and then I uh, any, anyone who has met me has, has probably heard the story. I'm shocked you haven't heard the story. I was seeing a play. I was seeing a musical, and I n- noticed that I was sitting behind Tony Kushner. Oh, my goodness gracious. And I was with my boyfriend at the time, and he could tell I was, like, sweating and nervous. And I'm usually very okay around, like, famousy people, but he's Tony Kushner, and I was it was, like, vibrating. And so at intermission, I, I was like, Excuse, I was, I'm so sorry, Mr. Kushner. Uh, I just don't want to interrupt you, but uh, I just want to say, like, I think uh, you're amazing and I love everything that you do. So just thank you so much. Anyway, have a good night. And he was like, no, that's thank you. Um, I love your hoodie. <laughs> yeah. So I just fully am going to be buried in this hoodie. And I feel like it's really like enchanted wow. and, and nice. And The uh, angel came to you in America. So I thought, you know, I was going to come here. I was going to absorb some thoughts and <laughs> absorb this experience. I, I'm like in a video game way. I'm augmenting this hoodie by mm. bringing it to this. Oh, I see. You yes. Know, I'm, now I'm, it's getting charged. I'm leveling it up. Way. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it's almost like a it's kind of like your crystal. Is that how crystals work? I, I honestly don't know. I don't really know how crystals work either. I assume nobody you, knows how crystals work, <laughs> but but you know, are they do they work or are they kind of unemployed and they say that they work? That's how I feel like crystals, crystals are, are between gigs Crystal, right now. They really are. Yeah. <laughs> I well, I feel like if you bring anything, I mean, it's no different than a teddy bear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You bring this thing that you're you're kind of outsourcing your own feelings. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I then, like that outsourcing. Your I own. mean, I think we do that all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought we might end up talking about that. I it's talking about what about outsourcing um, your feelings about feelings about about objects about magic. Like I believe oh. in magic. Uh-huh. I believe language is magic. Uh huh. Yeah. Because magic I is agree. just changing the world, and so if you, mm. I, but but you know, um, don't make a stupid sigh. I think that no, that's true. No, it's hard to it's hard to articulate. I guess, but I, oh, I think I totally agree. I think like I think a great example of language as magic is like an apology. Yeah. Yes, that's a great example. Or calling someone a terrible thing out the window of a moving car, and then the reality reality changes. The reality of the for that person changes, and that yeah. or the last time I went to see you, I had to go get my license plates on, mm-hmm. and I left your apartment, and I went to the car place. I think I asked you if there was a, an auto place, and the guy put on my license, he put on my plates for free, mm-hmm. an incredibly stupid thing mm-hmm. that made my whole day. Yeah. Took him 45 seconds, but I was like, can I pay you? He said, no, no. That's stupid, but that really changed the whole yeah. way that I was interacting with the world for that whole day. So I have this, I have a weird relationship with sort of magic and language and those kind of things. The simple act of goodness yeah. was magic. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, this is that's corny, but that's that's like love is magic. What was that? I don't know. Something dropped My in the studio as we said that. It was I don't terrifying. Know. Yeah, yeah. I, it's okay. Is there someone with us? Is there a spirit with us? I don't know. Do I count? <laughs> or am I part of the us? I guess. How dead are you? <laughs> I haven't had I'm coffee dead. in two days, so yeah. <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts? 
Um, <laughs> no, I believe that. Well, no. Okay. What do you think happens when we die? Nothing. You think, that's, you think nothing happens? Nothing? Yeah. Nothing? No, I think everything that is already happening <laughs> continues to happen exactly as it's <laughs> happening, which is the way that the universe works. And so that's that's a thing. Okay. What do I think happens to your consciousness? I when, guess so, yeah. You think that's it. Oh, much. my gosh. Yeah, it's a drag. How deep do I want to go here? <laughs> as deep as you go for it. I mean, you Do know. you think... Mm. <clears throat> do you think you turn into light? No. No? Well, in, no. I don't... I, <laughs> no? Do you? I don't know. Well, I got really high, and I was, like, sitting in the bath. And you know, you that know sounds like, nice. <laughs> do, Go on. And you do, like, high math. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's been so long since I was really high really that stoned. I've kind of forgotten high math. Yeah. Well, when you're thinking, thinking, then you're like, mm-hmm. hmm, maybe what I'm, s- if all I'm doing is taking in, see, I'm going to just sound really stoned. Please. Is that fine? Yeah. If all I'm doing is taking in input via my eyes and sound via my ears, then I'm just like sensing all these things. Yeah. So if I stopped <laughs> if you stopped if, if I, I stopped <laughs> sensing these things, would I even exist? That sounds like What's a great qu- bath. <laughs> it was a great bath and and something else creepy. And I don't know if I've talked about I think I talked about this maybe on one other show, but I'll tell you because I thought it was interesting. I did virtual reality mm-hmm. and I put on one of those masks mm-hmm. and it, it it completely encompasses your yeah. whole Yeah world what did you do in virtual reality i was in coco the movie (laughs) oh that's terrifying (laughs) honestly if you gave me like a hundred virtual reality options and one of them was like visit the land of the dead as depicted in coco i would be like no i well that's where i was staying home it was actually frightening and overwhelming that i could turn and i mean i couldn't see my real world Mm -hmm. and what was really odd was my friend Jessica was exp- telling she could s- she could see what I was doing right. yeah. on the computer yep. screen and was telling me what to do, and I could hear her voice right, but right. I could only see. It is the weird because it totally takes over. It takes over your whole, whole visual sense. Yeah, and for a moment I thought, oh my god, this is what <laughs> thinking is like. When you hear songs or you hear mm-hmm. random voices or whatever, not like, I don't mean like schizophrenia necessarily, but just like if you have a song in your head that you don't know how it got there or when mm-hmm. you're writing and you're channeling stuff. And I was like, how is this different from I, from Jessica telling me right now? That was the very first time I was like, maybe we are living in a video game. Yeah, we probably are. Oh, you think we are as well? Well, so I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Do I don't Look, I was going to say, I don't believe in ghosts. I believe you remember people and that changes the way that you live your life. Uh-huh. That's, that's yeah, ghosts. That's a ghost. But but I but 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 the like I but the like I saw something in the basement type thing is a little much for me. Okay. Yeah. That's surprising from a Massachusetts boy. I yeah. I feel like you guys are spooky. It, it it does seem like it should be a, a spectacularly haunted state, but I haven't it had is that haunted. experience. I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah. Well. Very. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You're talking to a guy who found a dead body in his apartment. So like I've had to, do you not know the story? Are you open to talking about this? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I would like to know about this if it's not too much. Um, Shortly after I moved into my second apartment in New York, I came home one night and we hadn't, there were two of us living there. It was me and this girl whose name I'm forgetting right now. And a guy, 
uh, and uh, we hadn't seen him in a couple of days, and we were like, let's just make sure he's okay. So we broke into his room and he was dead. I can't believe that. Yeah. So did you, oh my God. I'd known him for like a week. Oh my God. And so people are like, New York is so crazy. Like, I bet someone has literally died in this building. And I was like, yeah, someone died six feet from you. Did I, can I ask what the process was like of having to deal with that moment? Did you, um, you must have been so shocked. It was very shocking. I do you remember what you instinctively said? You... got as far away from yeah. him as I could, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was like an interesting animal thing that like I didn't even yes. grok at the time. But yeah. I was like, I immediately ran to the other end of the apartment and called the cops. Yeah, the girl disappeared. I never saw her again. I mean, I th- wow. she like moved out that night. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She but she was home. She was gotten home from a date or something. Yeah, you were with each other at the time though. We're with each other, so and I had a friend this over. Moment. Yeah, and your friend was yeah, there as well. Yeah, my friend Ray. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Did yeah. that affect your? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a million questions. That's That's okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, not yeah. expecting. That's fine. Okay. Do, are you still friends with Ray? No, but for unrelated reasons. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um. Did Did it take a moment to realize what the situation was, or did you all kind of know, like right when it happened? The door. I was. I opened the door, and this girl was like. I. I she did not immediately recognize that we were looking at a dead body, and I was like, "Nope, that's a dead body." In and the bed, it was yeah. like in the bed. Yeah, and um, so so I recognized immediately. So I was the one doing the driving, and I oh ended up gracious. I ended up being the one. I di- I didn't have to, I didn't have to inform his family, but I had to give a bunch of his stuff to his friends yeah. who came by. This is all I put a version of this in my show in the outs in mm-hmm. the second season of the outs, but like because I had to like get it out of, of my course. brain a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But um, so that was really weird, and we never fully got an explanation of what happened. Wow. Like, like there, I have like a general idea, but like no, mm. so that was very weird. So anyway, so so I'm sure this has something to do with the way that I think of ghosts of the I afterlife, think of whatever. Yes, you know? definitely. Because to see something so, because that's a very like this is a weird phrase to use, but it's a very organic moment. Unpack Meaning, that for me. Like it was such. It's like just the body. Like yeah. there it is. Mm-hmm. Like what else are you going to think? Right. Like that is that's death. Like yeah. you That was just death. Um, did you like have to, did you do, did you have to, you know, kind of go through grieving counseling or anything like that? Or do you, th- or were I, you like, I, I don't think I want to know him. That's okay. the, I mean, which, That's which is stranger. a different, it's very, yeah. it was very strange. I really didn't know the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so no, and the, the, and I stayed in that apartment for like three years and I found, <gasps> wow! I found, I found, <laughs> I did not expect you to say that a good friend of <gasps> mine, uh, moved into that room. I mean, like, wow. He, he with moved. full knowledge. I'm Do you happen told. to know Jess Lane? I of course know Jess. I lived I was with just Jess Lane. With her. Jess Lane lived in that apartment with me, and she got our friend Matthew to move into that room. Wow! And but he knew. But everybody knew. He knew. But um, you know, our landlords were these um, like straight out of Central Casting um, uh, mobster types, <laughs> and they were like, I was like, we got to find someone to move in, and it's gonna might just be hard if they know what happened, and they were like. Who's gonna tell him? Oh my God! So, so their their strategy was to not tell anyone what had happened, and I was like, "No, I'm super uncomfortable with that. Like, that is not the way this is gonna go down." And I happen to know the person who lives in that apartment to this day, and I told him, and he did not know. So, anyway, the, I sorry, this has become the no, whole I, conversation. No, I, but so, I, this so this is, is it's very no, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very weird. Well, there's a lot that's interesting about it because, um. Not believing in ghosts, right? Mm-hmm. But the but feeling 
very committed to letting people know that a dead per- someone died here. Right. Because it's such an intense yeah. experience. Because what if I'm wrong? What do you mean? What if you're wrong? What if there? What if, I you know? Th- if, if, so if, it's, I, it feels like a very personal. If I'm wrong, yeah, something, you know, yeah, yeah. Your your compassion is the idea that a lot yeah. of people, everyone feels kind of weird about. Yeah. Everyone. I, I death as everyone as feels a thing. Like, everyone feels <clears throat> a thing about death the same way they might about <laughs> sex. I was just thinking about like having to tell someone like someone had sex. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. The other I thing, get... yeah. I bet someone has literally had sex in this room. <laughs> that makes me realize, well, maybe everyone knows this, but it makes me realize that death is a bigger deal than sex, right? Definitely. No. No? No. Because <laughs> death is just a thing that happens, but sex is fun. Maybe maybe death is okay, fun we too. Okay, sorry, we don't I know. know. At a certain point, right. we do got to sort of just pull, you know, back. But but it's been fun. Wait, what? Oh, just the death. Oh, I don't know. It's it's We got so death heavy all of a sudden. No, I want to talk about okay, it. Great. I'm just saying that I'm just saying that sex and death seem to kind of go hand in hand mm-hmm. as two things people have trouble talking about. Well, how, how about this? You know, whether you think sex or death is more, did you say it was more important? Death, death is, more, is more important than sex. That, that, that This is a real glass Let's half full, glass this. half no. empty thing. Wait, wait. Because is the more important <laughs> thing like the end of life or is the more important thing a thing that you do uh, recreationally with someone you love while to, you're alive? Yeah. Well, sex is life affirming. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So is death? Yeah. Well, that was a short argument. Yeah. Well, I think I'm right. Death is more important. You think sex is more important. Why does one of them have to be more? I mean, ultimately, they're exactly as important as each other because. No, but that I don't agree with because, like I said, you wouldn't. You would want to let someone know more. You would be. Well, this is difficult. The more. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) I, I think the more fucked up topic to bring up is death. Yes. Okay. But that's not. That doesn't immediately make it important. important. No. The stakes are higher. Yeah. So. But that. But st- th- no. No. These are not. Don't try to lawyer me into some corner <laughs> about how will. important death is. No. I just just because it makes people uncomfortable doesn't mean it's important. You know. I think that's the <clears throat> meaning of something being important. Mm. Well, I can't even touch that one. I don't. I. I. No. I don't think that's true. Um, love makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think it's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Where does love on the sex death? Ooh, okay. Oh. Mm. Uh. Higher. It goes love, love death, death, sex. sex. <laughs> well, I That's think we've order. gotten to the bottom of this one, <laughs> folks. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Um, I don't know. Well, I guess I don't see the point of the, you know, I was, I was doing some like dating profile thing and it was like, do you like having deep philosophical conversations? And I, and I was kind of like, I can tolerate them, but like, I definitely hit a point like with a David Lynch movie, I hit a point where my brain just shuts off and right. it's all bouncing off. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, cause at some point you're like, I've seen a dead body. Like right. there's, you kind of have the Trump I should card. end more conversations that way. I think you should bring it up like at parties. as much as you yeah. can. I <laughs> no, really just don't. It did, it did. I feel like it did come up fairly organically here, but yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. I think that happens. I, I'm trying to remember when a switch happened for me. I remember being really into philosophy for a while as a younger s- s- person. And then at some point I was like, don't, why are we, 
we're we're talking around something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, well, and I guess I get frustrated when there's not an answer. Mm-hmm. It feels like waiting for the subway for me or something. Like, yeah. or wait, it's just like, yeah, well, you could be right, but I go, oh, yeah. you know. Also, it feels like what we're really doing is like flirting mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times a philosophical discussion is like. Do you like to argue as a way of flirting with people? Um, no, but I noticed that something in me wants to fight. I've actually was thinking about this last night. Like first for the first month or whatever, absolutely not. No, never fight or anything. And then as I get closer, I suddenly get this desire to like argue or hmm. have some kind of impassioned thing. And I don't really know what that's about. I don't, it doesn't seem healthy. And it only is directed towards men. It's like not towards women. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know why that is. Well, men who, because I don't. Men who aren't me are frequently wrong. <laughs> mm. You know, so you about do a like, lot of so things. So what you're saying is like you like to fight a lot. All no, the time. no, I don't. I, I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible at it. At fighting? I mean, I'm quite good at it, but I hate it. It will like wreck my whole month. I don't. I don't fight. enjoy fighting with someone. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. But don't you know people who, or I, I guess I know men, gay men who who will flirt as a way, will will argue as a way of flirting. Yes, I find it really- Will pick at you and and it's like- That's stressful. And at a certain point I have to be like, I don't, I'm not enjoying this. I get the sense that you want me to be enjoying this, but I'm definitely not. So like switch it up. Yeah. It feels like a power, power, it feels like power play that's not like consensual or something like that. Or like, what, what are you- Mm. Arguing is non-consensual power play. (laughs) I'm no. I would I mean, love I'm, to bring I'm, that I'm, up in an argument. I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I remember one time saying, like, getting in an argument with someone that I was seeing, and said, "I stopped the fight," and I was like, "This sucks. Do you know that this sucks?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "Oh, so now I suck." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What? <laughs> Galaxy like, no. brain. What? What? A, what an instructive moment. It was awful." And I was like, no, that's not what I'm saying. But he wouldn't hear it. He wouldn't hear it the other way. Um, yeah, it's so it's it's interesting when you're having an argument and you can zoom out for a second or any conversation and zoom out and be like, what are we doing? Yeah. That can change that's the whole thing. the healthiest thing to do, I guess. Yeah. Unless you're trying to run from the situation. Well, is this a good, is this a good uh, segue into, do you know what you're going to ask about? No. Okay. Well, I have an idea. You have an idea? I'll surprise you. Okay, we'll find out. Well, you're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to read the tarot of Adam Goldman. Welcome back to What's Your Deal? We're about to read the tarot of Adam Goldman. Ariana? Yes, Before we get into the reading, <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. Do you remember that one card? Of course I do, yes. I know what you're going to say. Adam once pulled a card out of the deck and tried to interpret it, right? I Is that what you're did t- interpret it. <laughs> that unbelievable he tried to interpret it. <laughs> well, because the He tried. You pulled the 5 of swords, which is the card that is the card of open dishonor, and you looked at it Give and were like, card. "This boy is so cute. <laughs> I card. love him. I want to save him." Give me the card. Him. I'm okay, going I'll to describe him. it and you, you can like, tell everybody so what it means. Handsome. He is Give me the card. Yeah, but it's the card of someone who's like abusive and terrible. I think terrible. I know. So what this card depicts is- <laughs> Okay, so Adam's is... <clears throat> looking at his card that he does not have the right meaning for. Go ahead. Exterior, a cloudy seaside day, a 
smiling ginger in a fetching green tunic uh, stands by. He's holding two swords in the crook of his arm. Are they pentacles? No, no they're, they're swords. swords. What, what's a pentacle? A pentacle is a It's like a pentagram. Coin. Okay, no. It's like a coin. Okay, whatever. He's got another sword. So he's got three swords. He's well prepared. What if something happens to one of his swords? He's got two backups. That he stole. He's, okay, sorry. How do you know that? Because I'm that's... just describing what's happening in the card. And you're projecting all of this dishonesty. <laughs> and he's looking over his shoulder at two other cute guys. One of them is maybe crying by the seaside. <laughs> and there are two swords on the ground. Why are there two swords on the ground? He's already holding three swords. He's only one man. He's overburdened. And he's trying. he's cruising at the ocean, which seems fine to me. And yet Ariana tells me that this is a card of... This is the card that comes up when you are involved with an abusive person. <laughs> Great. So we'll be seeing him again in about 10 minutes, I imagine. <laughs> also, if anyone's getting this card that's listening, it doesn't always... You know, sometimes it means a stalemate. But it's usually it's usually a card that comes up when someone in your life or you doesn't want to let go of control. Okay? Okay. Don't look at me that way. They can't look see that, that look that you're giving me. I know. So I had to use look. my voice. Yeah. To say okay. All okay. right. Okay. Okay. So shuffle these cards, and tell me a little bit about what you would like some guidance about. You want me to shuffle them? Yes, please. Um, I don't. Well, so th- I was trying to think what what I was looking for guidance about, and it just occurred to me actually because I was listening to the episode with Brittany that I, you know I'm turning 34 next month, and so this is the end of my. Um, my my Jesus year, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Which doesn't mean is it supposed to mean something? It's just like hope you've done more than Jesus did. Yeah, it's it's a, it's one that's like, hey hey, Jesus knew everything by now. Do you? Right, he was also dead. So he also yeah he was killed, but bef- but the year he got killed, he was like, oh, I know everything. Right. Like I I got this. Right. Like I'm gonna die. And it's not going to matter because so bad I'm so smart. I'm going to come back to life. Uh-huh. Was do, well, Jesus, it wasn't about being smart, really, was it? <laughs> it was about being the son of God. <laughs> and also sort of being God. I haven't read the book. I know, I know. I haven't been to the book club. They haven't adapted it for HBO, so I haven't watched it yet. So I don't know. I guess I'm curious, you know, what, what the next year might hold for me. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I can I have some other, um, you know... Question: what, what what are questions that people have asked before, and I can figure out if I'm going to tap life, those on. love, career. Yeah, love. Let's figure love? out love, okay. or you okay. know, and yeah, but life and love. I don't career. You know, I'll figure that out on my own. Okay. So with your left hand, <clears throat> cut the deck into three separate piles. I'm please. a lefty. Does that matter? No. Okay, great. The left hand signifies intuition, and then go ahead and put them back together in any order that you choose. <clears throat> I'm going to say a brief prayer over these cards. Okay, I'm going to give you a Celtic cross. Oh my gosh, his guy came up. His guy came up. The five of swords came. <gasps> the devil in the past position. Great. I just have to Hilarious. say. Hilarious. He was the second Hilarious. one to come up, but over that other <laughs> one. So really the first and most visible, and I would argue central card without knowing anything about this spread, is that guy who I was just talking That's about. That's hilarious. My boyfriend. And we shuffled it. We shuffled the deck <clears throat> super, super well. Yes. Like super well. Yes. And he came up right in the heart. I knew he would. Oh, Okay. That's cr- that really is it's so cr- stupid. I love that. You love it, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm great. in love with it. Yeah. I asked for it and I got it. And <laughs> here he is in the middle. Go. He's the shining star. Yes. <laughs> yes. <All right. laughs> okay. 
Well, let's talk about this in the middle anyway. We have also the reversed eight of pentacles, which is a lot about like actually trying to find your life's purpose in terms of work in many ways, vocation wise. Mm -hmm. When this card is upright, it shows this man who's hammering away at his pentacles. He has six done. He's working on the seventh and the eighth one is ready to go. And something that I always notice. So he, is he being, he's being like productive. He's being productive. He's wanting to finish the task at hand. Mm -hmm. He's trying to be focused and just finish whatever it is he started out with. And something about this card is a little path leading back to the city. Mm -hmm. um, and it speaks to when this card is upright and um, it, at its most um, centered energy, he's doing work that benefits both himself and his community. I like that. And when it's reversed, there's a bit of a loss of like, what am I doing this for? Like, mm. what's my ultimate like? How can this make me feel a part of, you know, close to both myself and others in my life? You know, it's a, am I working too hard? You know, it's like mm -hmm. a, a lot of time it's it's getting lost in just the aspects of being a workaholic or something like that. Overly being focused on stuff and forgetting even the reason why you might want to get up in the morning to begin with, essentially. And then hilariously, we have this, again, five of swords here in the middle. So <laughs> I just have to take a picture. Yeah, you should. Yeah, wait. Okay, we'll do it. Don't worry, yeah, you'll okay, get your okay, picture. Okay. Yes, I mean, t there is a part of me that's like, I feel like my deck just did this to be like, give me a wink and a smile. Yes. Like I'm here for you, Adam. So this we is on Fleabag when he when he says when he looks at the she says yeah. she doesn't believe in God and the painting, and the painting falls, falls and he down. says I love it when he does. That. Yes, that's, that's what exactly what this is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I'm. So I think this is more just a wink than anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, in the past position. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Because I, I, okay. I do need to know. Yes, you what, know, the, what the real. Spare me no feelings. I know I'm dating him, but you can tell me how you oh, really feel Oh, you think you might him. be dating. You actually do literally think you might be dating No, no, I'm just referring to the card. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so, okay, yeah. Well, this, for this to come up, um, so this Pentacles one came up. This more represents your work, the material world, material force. Um, swords always represents mental force. So mm. a lot of times when this card comes up, I, I know we talked about open dishonor a little bit, and we also talked about when there's someone or some when there's you or someone else doesn't want to let go of control in mm -hmm. some way. What that manifests as is telling yourself a story that's not true, mm -hmm. or telling yourself a story where you feel sorry. I'm you're <laughs> where you're. Uh, <laughs> Can't imagine what you're reacting to. Adam's face is bright red. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know when you're telling yourself a story that kind of somehow is walling you in with your own wounds at times it can be, mm -hmm. you know, like no one can get in because I've made the story so strong that, mm -hmm. you know, it's, I'm, I'm going to fester in here by myself. Yeah. Um, but it is a mental thing. It's not really a matter of the heart or even a matter of like creativity. It's mental force. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> uh, my feeling when this card comes up is like, you can't think your way out of the situation. You've been the way you've been thinking it. Um, cool. So definitely just a fun wink from the deck exactly. and not true at all. Right. Exactly. Yep, yep, See, yep. it was even a waste of time for me to even exactly. like talking about Sorry it. I made you do that. Yeah. Um, so the devil in the past position, nice to see in the past for sure. Um, the devil is um, about bondage. The devil is about truly sort of thinking there's nothing beyond kind of like... Mm, it's not necessarily like, I don't believe in ghosts, but it is sort of just like, it would be, you know, it would be like if you found the dead body and were like, it's just a dead body, like, mm -hmm. who cares? It's almost, it's just that feeling of like, there's real, nothing matters. That's the devil. Nihilism. Nihilism. 
The devil looks um, so cranky. He's very cranky. He's very frightening. And he's he deals with lies a lot of the mm-hmm. time. He's the lie of like, you're not lovable. Mm-hmm. There's y- there's nothing. You're the first person in, in all of time to not like deserve love or get your needs met or actually be supported the way you need to be supported. Um, <clears throat> you must... Uh, fill yourself with substances in some way to get to a place of connection with others mm-hmm. connecting while sober is not possible and by sober could be anything it doesn't it doesn't right. necessarily have to be i'm not like promoting like puritanism or something like yeah. that it's just the the major lie is you are not enough that's the lie of the devil essentially but the thing also with this guy is he's just simply scary um yes these two people are have these chains around their necks, mm-hmm. um, but they could slip them off easily at any time. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, it's an S&M situation. Yeah, it's an S&M situation. I think it's New York City because I know that you moved here. New oh, York. my God. Stop. So, <laughs> Wait, the, the devil is New York I'm City? I'm just saying it's in your past position. Uh-huh. So okay. Uh-huh. I'm just saying you came from New York City where everyone's like, um, I think I've referenced this joke before on this podcast, but how in California everyone is like, I am going to pray to Aquarius at 3.30 p.m. Standard Time. And in New York, they're like, I would kill God with a rock. <laughs> and that, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, I told you, know. you, one of my first Lyft drivers out here told me time doesn't exist here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. 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 That was fun. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Time doesn't exist. So I'm just saying it's in the past. So this is in the past, you know, but there's a foundational Maybe there's a foundational aspect in some ways of like fearing the leap of faith because if uh-huh. I take the leap of faith, it won't ever matter. Sure. That yeah. That kind of stuff. Okay. Reversed fool in the conscious position. Actually, this is literally what I was just talking about. So this is like what you already know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we had sort of been talking about this the other day of like not really wanting to lose your mind, like take, be a fool. Right. I mean, the fool is great. He's very full of hope and he's, he doesn't. He's another one who I like. I would get He's along great. with the fool. The fool's yeah. great. The fool wanders off the cliff not not knowing what could go wrong. Yeah. He's a fool. You need that. You, I mean, it's the way to yeah. begin an adventure. Yeah. Is to be like, I don't know what could go wrong, so, so what could go wrong? If he's inverted, if he's upside down. If it's reversed, down, it's yeah. not really wanting to quite take that leap of faith. Got it. Because you don't want to be a fool. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't really want to, I mean, who would? Like, it's intense to do that kind of stuff. But that's more the conscious position. In the unconscious position, this is pretty interesting. This is the seven of pentacles Mm -hmm. reversed in the unconscious. This is more latent. So actually, um, uh, this card represents, usually when I see this card, it's people reflecting on their past projects and things like that Mm -hmm. or whatever they've actually created already in the material world. Sometimes when I see it, I tell people it's like they're looking at a resume of theirs. Mm-hmm. And um, when it's reversed, it can be like not actually taking accurate stock of what you are already good at or have mm-hmm. done. So there may be some kind of skewed understanding of how, what you deserve and where, what what you're actually capable of. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Um, and sometimes also it's... Uh, Usually when this card comes up, you're at a crossroads of some kind where you might have to like... I'm always at a crossroads. (laughs) I honestly couldn't tell you a time since I like graduated from college that I have not been at a crossroads. I'm really at a crossroads. I'm like super at a crossroads. No, but I mean, I hear you. Well, why don't you start walking down one path or the other? I do. It's Mm. all, it's crossroads all the way down. I mean, that's what nobody tells you. Maybe, but you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's a luxury to not feel like you're trapped on one path going somewhere, but maybe that's just like my own disorder. Hmm. Um... You know, 
<clears throat> well, that's interesting, man. I wish I was like, I really, I feel, I feel what you're saying, and I wish I could articulate what that makes me feel with this card, um, because it almost sounds like there's then hesitancy to sort of walk down this one road. Put it all, put all the. I guess I guess I don't feel road. that. I mm -hmm. don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I can't quite articulate. Maybe I'll come back yeah. to it because yeah, I'm no, feeling like. I mean, there's more, more to go. Yeah. Because yeah. um, on some level, it seems like it would be healthy to healthy to always be at crossroads because then you're making decisions with purpose. Right. Like you seem like a purposeful person. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'll come back to it because it's inter interesting to me. This is a very gay spread, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Well. Just in terms of like fabulousness. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of um, outfits. <laughs> There's a lot of outfits. <laughs> the, uh, most of the people who you who you drew are turning looks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, are serving. Yeah, the devil for sure. Look how similar the Hierophant is. The Hierophant, the High Priestess work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're coming up to those There guys. are a actually, lot of swords coming look up. Look how many major arcana yeah. you have. So this is actually, you have one, two, three, four, five, six cards that emphasize that you're in a really intense part of your life where mm -hmm. there are themes that are lasting for months and months and months that mm -hmm. are not just like day-to-day -day sure. struggles. And they all are about redefining your notions of control, actually, mm -hmm. which is interesting. The reversed emperor in the future position asks you to, uh, I'm trying not to impart my own bias. Oh, it's going to come through. Let's my just hear. Own bias. The emperor typically means move to Los Angeles, <laughs> but when it's inverted, when it's reversed. I'm just saying that reversed emperor usually means allowing for chaos. <sighs> Allow for chaos. Ariana Allow has this theory. Ariana has the theory that I have to lose my mind in order to start mm -hmm. enjoying Los Angeles. I and so I'm noticing that a a lot of this does seem to indicate <laughs> that that I should that I should go crazy. I'm just saying that the fertile ideas of the Empress, who's not present, but when the Emperor is reversed, it's kind of telling you to hitch on back to the Empress, who allows for chaos, which is not mental chaos. It's like the chaos of nature. Uh-huh. And how wild when you're in the forest or something like that and everything's just growing all over the place. In, like in the cedar grove. In the in the Cedar Grove in the Griffith Park, if anyone has ever love the Cedar Grove, heard find of this. me in the Cedar Grove. Um, and even though that's wild and crazy, it's also very rich and alive. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, maybe I want you to let go a little, but I don't. You don't have to go insane completely. But it is to me indicating that structure is not the most important thing mm -hmm. right now. That's true. Yeah. Um, receiving is. But I like structure. I know you do. Oh, and it's okay. time so this to is step out issue. of your comfort zone. But I'm out of my... Okay, well, no, whatever. Mm. Yeah, okay, all right, yeah. This is doubling down here. Here's the Hierophant. This represents you, which is really interesting, and you're going to be so insulted because usually the Hierophant is like the man. Uh-huh. It's usually like um, structures that have been in place for a long, 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 long time. Oh, that kind of the man. That kind of the man. I was man. like, I am a man. No, no, okay, no. Yeah, Not yeah, like, yeah. he's the man. Right. But like, oh, the man. Like, here comes oh, the man knocking uh -huh, on my door. Uh -huh. um, only because he represents, you see him wearing his full regalia, and he has two little servants mm -hmm. down here. Or not servants. They're probably like proselytes. Friends. Proselytes? Prosel what's the word? Apostles? Apostles? Yeah. Sycophants. That's a completely different, different thing. Yeah. But a sycophants can be apostles. But Possibly. you wouldn't want to surround yourself with sycophants. I think maybe, well, that's the argument with this guy. These are okay. either apostles or sycophants. And when you kind of 
when you release your own uh, independence way of thinking, independent way of thinking, when you mm-hmm. relinquish it to the organization or whatever it is. Weird. Kind of hard to tell okay, if you're okay, an apostle okay. or a sycophant. I can see this. Yeah. He's very much like relinquish your individuality for the benefit of the group. Mm-hmm. What this kind of reflects to me, it can't, and it is Hollywood sometimes. Like I think of right. the Hierophant as that kind of stuff. Um, or any just like long-term structure going you know, to indicate institutions of marriage. It's like all this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like really interesting to see this as representing you. Could it also indicate just like that I am right all the time? There's the thing. I mean, that's the thing, yes. right? Because yes. I am the, you know, that's it's sort of my way or the highway. Is that, is that kind of what this is telling us? I believe the crossroads that you're coming to is my way or the highway. <laughs> I finally figured out what this card means. <laughs> that's what's happening. Wow. That's okay. the root, that's of, the, it. That's yeah, the root yeah. of this card is that you, I would like, you say your whole life has been crossroads, but has it? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So now it's time to take the actual highway. <laughs> the 405? The five? Woo, he did it. He said the before 405. Good job. You're really in Los Angeles. Yeah. I'm impressed. Thank Here's, you. You're so welcome. I, I I I I recently met a guy who just moved to New York, and he would refer to the train lines, and he would say, "Should I take G, Mm-mm. or should I take L?" And I I didn't want to like bash him over the head. I didn't want to shake him. Yeah, like what, a baby. What but are you supposed to say? The G train? The G. Okay, the just G. just the G, the okay. L. I don't know. I oh. may, maybe I'm being a total douchebag, no. but but it just seemed like a it's funny a, thing I'd never heard before. It's a it's a signal. If someone doesn't say it, it's like. That it's like it's just a local. It's a thing, local thing, right? Rather than an express. It's like if you call a soda, you know, like sodi pap. <laughs> then I know, you know. You know that you if you're are from another planet. You're from planet Mars. Planet. Who does say that? I was going to say Chicago. No right? one says sodi pap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I made that up. All right. Stop avoiding the rest. Sorry, of sorry, 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 sorry. Here's your environment. <clears throat> the high priestess. Here's Los Angeles. Okay. Here she is. She's silent. She doesn't speak unless spoken to. Doesn't sound like L.A. to me. Oh, my gosh. This is the vibe of, this is magic. (laughs) She sits on her throne with reading the Torah. Look. She has the Mm -hmm. Torah in her lap. Mm -hmm. She sits between pillars of light and dark. She is Why wearing is her hat. What the dark pillar says B and the light pillar says J. Uh, they stand for Boaz and Joachim, and mm. I frankly can't at this very moment remember what that's about, which I'm embarrassed. Okay. I'll look it up after. Um, but she asks you to... Mm, the high priestess is very mysterious. She is about magnetic energy. It's kind of like what we were... It is literally what we were talking about the other day where... New York is pretty electric outward. You can stand Mm -hmm. and New York will come to you. L.A., you kind of have to more go with Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. You have to, you have to, she says, seek and ye shall find. Mm -hmm. She says, be still and know that I am God. And you're like, what? What does that mean? And she's like, just be still and know that. And it's like, I I literally just don't know what that means. Um, She asks you to expand around strange situations rather than contract around them. Okay. She asks you to sort of like, She's she's she she uh, recommends acceptance. That's okay. her. That's her thing. I don't like her. No, she's great. You don't like. I her. don't like her. She's great. Because she's I, my favorite. Be, she's psychic. Because acceptance. Mm. Acceptance mm-hmm. means uh, 
an unwillingness to change things. I don't agree with that one bit. And looking at this photo, the high priestess did it for the gram. The high priestess <laughs> is sitting in front of a tarp. For... I think she's posing. I think she went to a party and there she's posing in front of a scrim that has what pineapples on it. Those are pomegranates as in the underworld. Yeah, exactly. And she was the like, ocean is behind her. My, You friend. know what? She This was the second shot. She was like, take it again. She didn't like the first one. So she is the guardian of the unconscious. Mm hmm. Okay. The dream world is behind her. It's not That's just fine. a scrim. It's the secrets of the universe. She holds them behind. Yes. Well, that's she her. thinks that anyway. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this, I'm just, I'm just telling you. Except to change. Without, I, I'm going to just say I'm just telling you something. how I'm reacting to the of high Of course priestess. I accept yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You see how I accept it? Yes. <laughs> oh, I see how yeah. you accept it. <laughs> I'm going to not, I'm going to be a real bitch right now. Great. Acceptance, <clears throat> only through acceptance can real change happen. Mm-hmm. 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 I meant every syllable of that. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. All right. No, that's moving yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. We'll come. We'll discuss yeah. her so much in our friendship. In the hopes and fears, position is the reverse sun. I don't want to lo like Los Angeles. It's the sun. It's LA. Look, it's shining out over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> to me, this is a fear of enlightenment. Ugh, oh my God. <laughs> Can I get a different person in here to do this? Okay, fear of enlightenment. But the hope for it as well. I mean, on some level, uh, the sun is so positive. It's Tell it, me what the sun is about. The sun I don't is know. about feeling fully, like, oh my gosh. Like, it's a feeling of like, sheer understanding mm -hmm. it's like comprehension and suddenly you're like i get it like i get how this all i get how everything is connected and i understand why things happened the way they did mm -hmm. and it's not a sobering feeling sometimes you you understand the consequences of your actions kind of depressing or something mm -hmm. like that you're like oh i really i really it's my fault that this happened and this is more <clears throat> this has a little more absolution to it this is a little bit more like fills you with joy and excitement the way that you see like children sort of screaming. Sure. And there's this little baby who's riding on a horse, right? And so reversed. Reversed is, um, it's like the sun is behind a cloud. You can never like actually mm -hmm. get, the sun is so positive, it's not actually possible to like make turn it negative. But you can mm -hmm. sort of believe that this feeling of joy is not for you, but mm -hmm. it's still present. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So as, as a hope and fears position, it's like, what would happen if you felt like bliss? Is that like a comprehension? Is there comprehension that am I able to conceive of the idea bliss of feeling could fill bliss? You? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can then imagine yeah, that yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, you, no, I, yeah, yeah. Do you want it to happen? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in exquisite bliss in one month's time when I go Why to Provincetown with my best friends. Oh yeah, it has yeah. nothing to do with New, New York. York. No, okay, no, no, no. It's not, it has nothing to do yes, with leaving Los Angeles. A beautiful island. But no, no, I can see. You know, yeah, I, I, well, I, I get that. Be less facetious about it. Um, like truly feeling abandoned. That's that's a lot of what this is about. Mm -hmm. The joy of abandon, mm -hmm. not abandonment. That no, that's foreign to me because I do. Mm -hmm. I because I I there's you know. 
you know, everybody's going around in life with just like layers of anxiety, right? And so <clears throat> it's hard for me to imagine a universe where I'm not, or a, a scenario where, I mean, I know when I've felt that way in the past and I can imagine having that experience again, but yeah, no, it's not the norm. Yes, I think that's... Also, I think you have to be fully crazy to feel that in 2019 living in America, but that's a whole other well, bag of fish. We, Yeah, we. Could, I mean, part of me is like you, it's your duty, your duty, it's your feeling these intense feelings of joy and love are what you must do to know what to fight for mm -hmm. if that makes sense sure yeah so <clears throat> overall it seems like here's the ten of swords in the overall outcome he's a man lying face down on the ground with ten swords in his back it's a intense looking card it is an intense looking card you've seen it before i'm sure yes this doesn't actually indicate what, go ahead. This is why I don't do acupuncture because this is what it, when, <laughs> when you say come get acupuncture, this is what I think of. <laughs> I've never heard that before and I'm like mad that I've never heard that before through all this. Um, that's actually not that bad of an inter interpretation either. Um, this is not actually as bad as it seems. There's no blood coming out of this man's body necessarily. Um, usually when this card comes up, it's, um, I'm sorry. I just have to say, what? this is not as bad as it seems as a real dog in a house on fire saying this is fine situation. <laughs> That's a dead man with 10 swords in him, but please go on. Please, no, no, yeah. Well, you know, why <clears throat> no, no, does he I, have, I, I mean, it's kind of like when you see, you're like, does he really need 10 swords in his back? It's overkill. Like, it's over. It, yes, literally. That's, it's literally overkill. Who do you think put all those exactly, swords there? Exactly. The yeah. five of swords, bad man. This also is actually a hopeful card for you because it does Tens always indicate ends of cycles, and this is the end of the cycle of anxiety because mm -hmm. swords represents the mind. So this kind of shows you that you've really come to, I think this whole spread shows you for moving forward in your life on your 34th birthday, thir 34th birthday, that there is um, some elements of anxiety that are going to be left behind. You're mm -hmm. not going to go, you're never going to go through the same cycles of mental anguish that you have in the past. That's kind of the gift for you moving forward. That would be fun. I think it's true. I think that's what's happening. As cool. you move into this sort of like opening, allowing for more <clears throat> chaos, basically. So the so the gist here is like, let go. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. That's interesting. Easier said than done. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel good about that. I feel good about that. I, feel, I, I like all of these, this kind of like Avengers of of these characters who came yeah. up for me. I mean, this is a pretty big spread for you. There's a lot going on. Yeah. And you know what? I'll be here to help. Thank you. As your Los Angeles high priestess. I know. You're guy. so, I have to tell you, Ariana, when my heat wasn't working, made me. You're telling, you're telling America this? Yeah. Made me tell my landlord that I deserve to have heat. And Ariana was like, "You're you're an adult. You just you you can't live like that. You need to call your landlord and get." So I know you'll be you're you you take good care of me. I am going to take yeah. good care of you. Um, I'm gonna make you promote yourself. Where can people find you? Um, you can find me mostly on the internet on Twitter at the Adam Goldman, and that's probably the best way to reach me. And, um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to tell? The whole wide world? No. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. 
Okay. Be, be you be, know, be, be queer. There you go. Be queer. Be, being queer is great. Be being queer. queer is great. <clears throat> that's all. Thanks, that's all. That's all, folks. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for doing my spread, Ariana. And you're so welcome. And I hope we'll all catch you next time on What's Your Deal? What's your deal? Is someone going to read you? I wish someone would read me. No one ever asks.